Amen. You're ready for the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure He will not disappoint you in the name of Jesus. Tonight we are going to be praying. All we have come to do is to pray and to trust the Holy Spirit to do what only Him can do. In Acts 10.38, we will say, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. Somebody say power. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. They are going to pray as you are seated. Say, Father. Shut it right. Say, Father. I refuse to be an onlooker tonight. I refuse to go back the same. Anoint me with Holy Ghost. And power. Like you did for Jesus. Fire me up tonight. Fire me up tonight. That I might live to fulfill destiny. In the name of Jesus. Why not go ahead and pray that prayer. Holy Spirit. I have come tonight. I refuse to go back the same way I came. I need an encounter with you tonight. I believe you are praying that prayer. I believe you are praying that prayer. Holy Spirit, I want to have a remarkable encounter with you tonight. Fire me up that you fire Jesus up. You are not a Jesus Christ with Holy Ghost and with power. And not with Holy Ghost and power tonight. That I might live, O oh God, to carry out the assignment for which you have ordained me. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, I need you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Holy Spirit, as we go into your word, please speak to us in the name of Jesus. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Let everyone honor the sound of this voice. Be blessed tonight by your word, by your presence, by your power, in the name of Jesus. That every one of us shall go home refreshed, empowered in the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. This topic becomes very important for us to go through it because we don't want to allow the enemy to cheat us of what God has graciously given to us. So, the leadership of the church is committed to ensure that we are not denied of what God has graciously given to us, which is the privilege to be baptized 
with the Holy Ghost, with evidence of speaking in tongues. So tonight, please, whatever you are going to do, you are free to stand up if you feel sleepy. Hmm? Because I believe when you don't have understanding of something, abuse is inevitable. So that God will help us. We're going to go through some teaching. But I can assure you, we are going to pray for more than 30 minutes. So be ready to pray. But please don't sleep. And make sure you hear the truth. Say they shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. So please if you feel like sleeping. What do you do? You are free to join me to preach. Praise God. It is not a crime to stand up. When I see you stand up. I will just start to pray for you. That you will not sleep. Open with me to Acts 1. 4 to 5. Good. Acts 1, 4 to 5. Then Mark 16, 17. I will try as much as possible to not to be fast. But please, we need to move fast also. Acts 1, 4 to 5. This is Jesus speaking. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise. They should what? Wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, he have heard of me. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days. End. Mark 16, 15 to 17. Mark 16, 15 to 17. And he said unto them, Jesus speaking again, when he was about to go to ascend to heaven. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, whether Jew, Gentile, white, black. Go preach to every creature. Verse 16. Among all these creatures, that is me adding it, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. Still talking to all creatures. And this sign shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe, including you, because you believe. And what are the signs? In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with what? Who will speak with new tongues? Who? Only apostles? Only Jerusalem Christian? Only Samaria Christian? Only Judea Christian? No. Only pastors? Say all them who believe, including you. I want you to let that sink to you first. 
that you are part of those that believe, then Jesus already authorized you to be baptized in the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking new tongues. And I'm glad to announce to you that this experience is evident in our generation. You don't need to go far to see the reality of this great experience that you must have as a Christian. That you have not experienced something does not mean it does not exist. Are you with me? The only person that can tell you the true pain of labor is who? A woman that has gone to the hospital to deliver before. Are you with me? A woman that has never gotten pregnant and went through labor. If you start to explain how labor pain feels, say shut up. Are you with me? So if you have not experienced the power, it does not mean what? The power does not exist. In Acts 2, 38 to 39, talking about who are qualified again, to let you know you are one of those that are qualified. Acts 2, 38 to 39, when Peter was preaching, after the encounter that the disciple had, Peter told the people, say, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus, for the remission of your sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall do what? Receive the what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise, which promise that Jesus gave? Which we read. For the promise is unto you, unto who? Your children. Unto all that are far off. How many far off Christians do we have here? <laughs> When you read it in Acts 1.8, it says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and shall be witness unto me, both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Now, how many uttermost part of the earth Christians do we have in the house? Raise up your hand. You don't know the meaning of that? If you are not in Jerusalem, okay. You are not in Samaria. You are not in Judea. You are what? Uttermost part. And that promise is for who? For you. When you get home, read Ephesians 1.13 and 1 Corinthians 12.13 talking about the same Holy Spirit that Peter received on that day is still the same Holy Spirit that you and I we are going to receive tonight if we have yet to be baptized. 
And the same experience that Peter and the apostles had, you are permitted to have that same experience. And by God's grace, many of us here, we have had that experience. And we are living testimony that God still baptized with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. Hebrews 13 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and when? Forevermore. His promises, the Bible says, they are yea and amen. So, get this very clear. The evidence of baptism of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues is not an event that is old. It is a continuous event that you and I that believe are permitted to experience. For you to know that it did not actually start there. When Peter was preaching to the believers that came and they saw the raw power of God. The raw baptism of the Holy Spirit. Peter told the people, he quoted from Joel 2.28. Our God said, and it shall come to pass, that the latter day I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Including you. And so when I pour out my spirit upon all flesh, what happened? They will begin to manifest the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Including what? Speaking in tongues. So quickly, let me take us through the role. What are the roles that the Holy Spirit play in the life of a believer? In three stages. The role of Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Stage number one, at salvation. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot be saved. You are convicted of your sin and you make up your mind to receive Jesus Christ because what? The Holy Spirit convicted you. First Corinthians twelve three. Say no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Spirit. John sixteen eight. John sixteen eight said He will that is Holy Spirit, He will convict you. It will convict the world of their sin. And Titus 3, 2, 3, 5. Titus 3, 5 says, Giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. So, before you are saved, at the point of your entry to become born again, you had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And he helped you to become a child of God. Are you with me? After you are saved, what does he do? He began to lead and control you. Romans 8, 14. For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, 
They are what? The sons of God. After salvation, he lives and dwells in you. So every child of God that is saved tonight, that is here, where is the Holy Spirit? He lives in you. He dwells in you. Look at it in 1 Corinthians 6.19. It says, your body is the temple of Holy Ghost. <laughs> it says, you are a carrier of who? The Holy Ghost. After salvation. In 2 Timothy 1.14, it says, the Holy Ghost dwelleth in us. In Romans 8, 9. Say, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell, the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Which means, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are not born again. Are you with me? So, after salvation, what happened? You are being led, controlled by the Holy Spirit. And it dwells in you. The Holy Spirit, after salvation, checks and cautions you each time you are tempted to commit sin. It's the one that when you want to do those things you, are not, you used to do before. When you want to do it, so, ah, the Holy Spirit says, don't do it. I say, no, I will not do it. If any man be in Christ, a new creature, all things are what? Pass away. It's only spirit that help you. If not, you will you just be committing sin like sin itself. So when you are being cautioned not to commit sin, who does that? Holy Spirit. Because you are a believer. It prompts you to genuine and quick repentance whenever you make mistakes. You don't have peace. Oh, ah, Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry. I've done it again. This thing I don't want to do. I've done it again. And quickly, quickly what do you do? You go to repent. Who is driving you to go and repent? Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody say, thank you, Holy Spirit. So which means, if you are born again, you already have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Leading you, cautioning you, warning you, so that you don't go in the way of destruction. So, let me tell you this. As many of you have questions on this. If you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit in you, and it helps you to be holy, and you are ready to go to heaven. Is somebody happy? Is somebody happy? You have what? The Holy Spirit dwelling in you. It helps you to be holy. And you are on your way to heaven. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. That's stage number two. Now, let's go to stage number three, which is where we, we are today. At baptism of Holy Spirit, after, before you got born again, after you get born again, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Now, the experience of being baptized with the Holy Ghost as promised by Jesus. What do you have? 
you have a personal Pentecostal experience like the one that Peter had. When you are what? Baptized with the Holy Ghost. You are empowered. <laughs> empowered to live an impactful Christian life. You are empowered to enter a life of unlimited spiritual experience. You are empowered not to be a normal Christian when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, with evidence of speaking in tongues. That's why you wonder, oh, why am I not able to do it? Many of you will call you, come and, come and do something in church. Say, no, pastor, I can't do it. You are yet to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He told the disciple, until you have, he said you will receive power after the Holy Ghost. So when they received the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit immediately what happened? The Holy Ghost came and they received what power? He said, you must not go preach. You must not go anywhere. Until what? You are empowered. Acts 1.8 This experience of speaking in tongues, it is personal. And it is completely unexplainable to anybody. You don't go to school to learn it. <laughs> you don't go to anywhere to learn the alphabet of speaking in tongues. You are not taught. You are inspired to speak it. And I'm glad to announce to you that as a child of God, you are permitted by Jesus, your Savior, to be baptized with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. Let's go to that Acts 1.8 again. Let's, let's read it so that you see it. You see it. Acts 1.8. Let's have it on the screen. Acts 1.8. Jesus said, But ye shall receive power. Somebody say power. power. During. Is that what you see there? Before. After that the Holy Ghost. is come upon you. So first, what do you receive? The Holy Spirit. And what happened later? The empowerment. And when you do that, what happened? And you begin to do exploit for the Lord. Preaching with power. Declaring the word of God with power. In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the heart, including Oman. Many of us, we have the Holy Spirit, like the disciples, before Pentecost. But however, we lack the power. And that's why we are here tonight. My job here is just to encourage you to truly desire to have this experience. And the job is done for you. So I can assure you tonight, we are not living here without you being baptized with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues if you have not caught that fire. In the name of Jesus. 
Look at it in John 20, 22. And when he has said this, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. He breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Jesus releasing the Holy Spirit. To who? The disciples. In John 20. Many of us were in that state. We had the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. But look at what happened. Immediately in, verse 20, in chapter 20. Our brother, brother Peter. After the release of the Holy Spirit on brother Peter. What did he do? He took the disciples to go and be fishing for food. That Jesus said he should not go before. He took the disciples to go and be fishing. Because what? He had not been empowered. Listen to me very well. So that you'll be able to know where you are and reposition yourself. He had the Holy Spirit, including all the disciples. But they were not empowered yet. That's why you see in Acts 10.38, even Jesus Christ himself needed to be empowered to be able to do this work. See how God and not Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost. I did stop there. And with what? Power! He anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? In the order that were oppressed with the devil. Doing great impact. Having great impact in the life of the people. Because he was anointed with Holy Ghost and with power. So no power, limited impact as a Christian. No power, you are exposed to high risk. Yeah, what we call in my company a high risk Christian. That's the truth. As God gives us time, we we'll see, I will show you the advantages of having this gift they were talking of. And I'm sure it will encourage someone. So, your Christian experience becomes easier when you are empowered. And how do you get empowered? Baptism with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Until you are empowered, your impact and effectiveness as a Christian will be limited. Serving God will be burdensome. I tell people, there is nothing to the glory of God you ever tell me to do in the house of God that will say no. Why? I've told you if you have been under my class before. When I'm going to do that assignment, no matter what, I don't go. It is Holy Spirit pushing me. So if I fell on the altar doing it, who failed? The Holy Spirit. But can just be fair? No. I do that because I have the power He has released unto me. So who, who, who are you that you want to say uh, you want to say nonsense before before God that is in me? <laughs> because I'm not doing it by the power that is that I have myself. No, I'm doing by the power of Holy Ghost. So anything you want to say, you are saying against who? The power that dwells in me. Your prayer becomes a difficult task until you are empowered. 
Bible study, hmm, it becomes an intellectual experience and not a revelational experience. So I, do, I can't understand it. Oh, I can't, I can't understand it. Until you are empowered, your Bible study becomes what? Intellectual experience. By the way, professor, they quote Bible. Even devil quote Bible. Are you with me? Until you are empowered, your spiritual life becomes an your study life becomes an intellectual experience. Just gathering. This one said that. This one said that. This one said that. But you have never had a revelational experience in studying the Word of God. Your spiritual growth takes a stressful and frustrating pattern. Remember I told you, it dwells in you, you are on your way to heaven. But, between here and there, <laughs> what? There are battles to fight. There are mountains to climb. There are challenges to face. And you need power to go through it. I gave an illustration in the excellent meeting. Let me give it here. Probably it will help someone. Holy Spirit gave me this. A Christian that is have the Holy Spirit dwelling in him but lacks the power. It's like a soldier that you dispatch to go and face a battalion and you give that soldier a knife. One soldier going to face battalion. You give a knife. And you dispatch another soldier in another way. And you give him a gun. Who will make more impact? They won't carry a gun. That's the difference. Yes, you have it dwelling in you. But you are not empowered. You are at risk. You will suffer casualty. That's what we are saying. So you need to be passionate. God, I want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking the thoughts, which is the empowerment we are talking of. Let me show you Peter, the life of Apostle Peter. I'm trying to go, go to help somebody. I will rush straight. Peter, I already told you, he had the Holy Spirit before Pentecost. So let's look at the life of Peter before Pentecost and the life of Peter after Pentecost. And I will leave you to choose which one you want. I'm reading Peter's profile now. The profile of Apostle Peter. He was saved and operated by the Holy Spirit since the time Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. So, no, sorry, he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of. Peter got born again at that point. And he had the Holy Spirit helping him. And look at what he did with the Holy Spirit. Dwelling in him. He had the revelation of who Jesus is. In Matthew 16. He preached and performed miracles at Jesus' command. When Jesus sent them to go and preach. In Luke chapter 10. Because Jesus was still around. He was still backing them up. <laughs> Peter had zeal to serve God. Like many of us. But no boldness. And that was why our brother, Apostle Peter, he could shamefully deny his master that he said, I would die for. Peter before Pentecost. The same Peter 
he confronted Jesus. I said, no, you are not going to die. Jesus said, shut up, Peter. It's this demon speaking in you. This, this Peter, why, why, why will you get to know what to, to flow in the spirit? He said, Peter, shut up. That is the Holy Spirit, the, the devil speaking in you. He said, no, Jesus, you are not going to die. Peter before Pentecost. The same Peter, Jesus said, come with me, come and pray. One hour, Apostle Peter was snoring. He was what? Snoring. In Matthew 26, 41, one hour prayer with Jesus at the peak of his assignment on earth. Peter and the other disciples were snoring. Matthew 24, 41, Jesus said, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Because Peter was not empowered. After Jesus breathed unto him, I told you, in John 20, 22, Jesus said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. And of course, they received. But because they were not be empowered, what did Peter do the following day? Peter influenced the other disciples to go and do what Jesus said, you are not going to do again. He took them to the river and they started fishing for food. Remember what happened? When Jesus saw them, Jesus said, Do you really love me, Apostle Peter? Three times. And Peter became shameful. I'm sure many of us, this is the situation we have. And that's how you find yourself, you are struggling. As a Christian, you are struggling. But look at Peter after Pentecost. <laughs> when the Holy Spirit came, and Peter was empowered, the same Peter that could not say, I know Jesus, he stood up and preached to thousands with boldness. And 3,000 people gave their life in one single meeting. It, not after, immediately. Peter did not study Bible. He did not go in to do any study to preach that message. Powerful message. Immediately when he received the power, he stood up and preached to all of them. 3,000 souls, God said. Have you thought of it? There was no microphone. And he preached to thousands. And 3,000 gave their life. That is power. Because of the impact he was making. Peter no more. He never denied Jesus until he went to glory. Because he was empowered. When you look at Acts chapter 3, the same Peter received dosage of empowerment. He began to heal the sick. In chapter 5, his shadow was healing the sick. As he was moving, his shadow was what? Healing the sick after empowerment. In chapter 9, he raised the dead. The same Peter, after empowerment. In Acts chapter 4, look at how, what the Holy Spirit can do in the life of a, of a Christian. When he's empowered. He confronted the church council. He said, no, we like listening to you, you guys than listening to my God. They said, no, don't preach again. He said, no, we will not stop preaching. 
Whatever you want to do, to do to her, we will not stop preaching. And they let them go. So which experience do you prefer? Peter before or Peter after Pentecost? I leave it to you. Peter before Pentecost or Peter after Pentecost? The same born again. Are they not? He was born again. He had the Holy Spirit in him. Jesus himself prayed, said receive. But he was not empowered. Let's quickly look at the advantages of being able to speak in tongues. Number one, your prayer life becomes effective, powerful, stress-free, and impactful. You know the story of Peter. I've told you that. I'll use Peter to, 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 to make this point. Peter could not pray for one hour. Because he was not empowered. You know the story after. When you are baptized with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I mean when you are empowered, Holy Spirit will grant you utterances to pray. Somebody say, well, but I know how to pray now. Let me tell you this. Almost 90% or 95% of what you will ever pray about. They are about what? Future. Are you with me? About what? Do you know the future? You only guess. But when you have this gift we are talking of, look at what happened. In Romans 8.26, then likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmity. For we know not what we should pray for. We don't know about the future. But the Holy Spirit helps us. When you speak in tongues, you pray in tongues. He helps you. What does He do when He helps you? For the Spirit itself maketh intercession. Wow! For us with groanings which cannot be altered. That is tongues. So when you say you are praying, you are praying. Wonderful, you pray. But the true prayer is when, when you speak in tongues, allow the Holy Spirit to pray. You don't pray amiss. And you are praying according to the perfect will. God. Pray in tongues help you to pray beyond your ability. Beyond your knowledge. Beyond your understanding. That's what Paul says. When I want to pray, I will pray with understanding. And I will what? Pray. First Corinthians 14, 15. Your prayer life, when you are empowered, the advantage of it, your prayer life remains limited until you enter the realm of praying tongues. In 1 Corinthians 14, 4a, let me read it from the Message Bible. 1 Corinthians 14, 4a, Message Bible. It said, the one who prays with a private <laughs> prayer language. Do you hear that? A private prayer language. That is what? Speaking in tongues. What happened? Certainly get a lot 
out of it. The difference clear. You can never pray in tongues amiss. But you can pray with understanding amiss. So you choose. What do you want? Number two, advantage of speaking in tongues. You have what I call extraordinary power to overcome temptation and live a holy life. Extra what? Extraordinary power to overcome temptation. Now look at it. Jesus said, Peter, follow me so that you will not deny me. They follow me and praise. Watch and pray so that you will not fall to temptation. Peter was stunning. And before you know it, what happened? He committed, he denied Jesus. He was crying. You will no longer be a rising and falling Christian because you have the extraordinary grace to live a holy life when you are empowered. Number three, you become effective instrument in the hand of God to do great exploit in the kingdom. You become what? Effective instrument in the hand of God. And that means you possess extraordinary boldness to serve God. You saw Peter immediately after he was empowered. He asked you to generate spiritual energy for spiritual warfare. <laughs> Ephesians 6.18 when you read from from 11 to 18, it said put on the whole armor of God. When you get to verse 18, mention the last potent weapon. And what is that? It says, Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication. How? In the spirit. You see the weapon? Do you have it? In Jude one twenty. He asks you to build up your faith. Your spiritual man becomes agile and strong in the spirit. That's why you could confront any devil and say, devil, shut up! Because he that dwells in me, the power he has released unto me, is greater than the power that you have. He said, Jude 1, 20, But ye, beloved, be building up yourself on your most holy faith, pray how... In the Holy Ghost. So when you want to grow spiritually, how many of you here, when you wake up, you want to pray? And you are feeling like sleeping. One of the weapons you do is start speaking in tongues. What happened? You that you could not stand up to pray for one minute, you take a new turn. You have to say, Holy Spirit, let, let me go and sleep. <laughs> when the power comes, when you generate that power, so building up yourself on your most holy faith, how? Pray in the Holy Ghost. He asks you in the time of emergency. By God's grace, 
I started speaking in tongues as a teenager. In a meeting like this. So when we are preaching, we are telling you, it's not that we are not telling you what we have not experienced. In a meeting like this as a teenager, the pastor said we should be praying. It was a revival meeting. Praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And when those three came, mightily on me, I began to speak in tongues. And up to tomorrow, I have not stopped. And I will not stop in Jesus' name. And I invite you to be part of this experience. One day, my parents were not around. My grandma, they were, they were, my grandpa and my grandma, they were in the house. And one of my younger brothers just started, I, I can't even imagine, remember what, I can't explain what happened. Jerking and probably convulsing or whatever, I don't know. At the moment my grandma called me, later, later, come and see. I got there as a teenager. That's not what you say, oh Jesus, help, help, Jesus, help. I started crying. I started speaking in tongues. Nobody, nobody reminded me. I know this is the only emergency weapon I have. What happened? I started speaking in tongues. And everything became calm. I can tell you dozens of experiences like that. When you're in a situation, in a panic situation, many of you are even call, instead of calling Jesus, you are calling your husband's name. But when you speak in tongues, the weapon of evil. Can the Holy Spirit pray wrong in an emergency? No. There was a pastor that testified. <laughs> you know, in, in Nigeria, we call something incantation. I know you have it in India. The people that the ritualists, when they want to, when they want to do do you any harm, they start deciding what. Incartation. And as they are reciting it, if you are not strong, the person will just drop dead. Because they are conjoining their demonic spirit. So they said they went for a, a crusade. When they were about to start the crusade, the abalist, the head of the abalist in the village, said, No, this crusade will not hold. And they brought all this, their demonic regalia with all the instruments to come and curse the man of God. To curse the people of God. And the man was chanting incantation. As the man began to chant the incantation, the pastor said, My people, start speaking in tongues. And all the brethren started to speak in tongues. And before you know, you know what happened? The man turned around. The abadist that was, he said, I don't know what they are saying, I don't know what they are saying. He ran when he saw the power coming out. Number four, the benefit why we say you need to pray until you receive the baptism with evidence of speaking in tongues. You have what I call enjoyment of intimacy with God and privilege to speak heavenly language. I like Paul, in Paul, in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, look at what Paul said. In the Message Bible, he said, I am grateful to God for the gift of praying in tongues that he gives us for praising him, which leads to wonderful intimacies we enjoy with him. <laughs> when you pray in tongues, when you, when you get into the house, go and, go and read 
First Corinthians 14. He said, when you pray in tongues, you are not talking to any man. And don't care about any man. Care about who? God. Because God you are communicating with. But when you read 1 Corinthians 42, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. And for no man understandeth him. I'll be it. In the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. How wonderful. You know, every, every, all of you, now I know you are, are Indian brethren, you, you do better than, than some of us. You love it when you can communicate with your son and your daughter, especially in public places, in your what? Mother tongue. That is the height of intimacy. You can decode. As a matter of fact, when you pray in tongues, it's one of the, it's the weapon you use to, to, to confuse the devil. You confuse the devil when you pray in tongues because he cannot interfere. You are directly communicating with heaven. In First Corinthians fourteen fifteen, you read that for that. So the devil gets confused when you start to speak in tongues. Because he doesn't know what you are discussing with heaven. But when you are praying with understanding, the devil can interfere. interfere. Remember, when the children of God were gathered, who came also? The devil. So you are only praying with understanding. So everything you are saying, it can interfere. I want to believe your faith is rising. That you can't afford not to have this experience. Number five, advantage of speaking in tongues is if it serves as a catalyst for manifestation of other gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have nine gifts. Probably many of us, you, 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 don't, you don't know it. We have nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And what are they? Who can mention the nine? <laughs> Let me help you. Because I pray for it. The gift of what? Word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. And the gift of the standing of spirit. We call that the revelational gift. And the inspirational gift. Gift of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. And prophecy. You are inspired. And the power gift. We have the gift of faith. We have the gift of healing. And the gift of working of miracles. When you speak in tongues. You provoke the manifestation of all these other gifts. In your life. It helps you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. It helps you to have effective revelational experience with God. When you are studying the Bible, you see a scripture and you begin to speak in tongues. And the Holy Spirit will be showing you things. He will remember you things. It will get to a point that you oh, Holy Spirit, this is too much, this is too much. You start to write. When you are communicating directly with Him. I'm telling you this. Until you experience it, you never, you, you can't, it, it cannot be explained. This wonderful experience. You are meditating the scripture. By the way, let me tell you this. By God's grace, one of my targets is to walk and do my exercise every, every week. I'm telling you my secret now. <laughs> 
But I miss it some weeks. But I look forward to that. Because as I'm doing my exercise, the only thing I do is what? Speaking in tongues. What a wonderful experience. Communicating with heaven. I come and see revelation. I was sharing one with my, with my, with my wife. See, as I was praying today, as I was praying when I went for my prayer walk, the Holy Spirit just flashed I never had that before. Speaking in tongues and that revelation came. I will not share that with you today. I will preach it another day. <laughs> but please, this is real. It is real. Please, I, I want to encourage someone here. You are speaking in tongues already. Practice speaking in tongues for hours. And you see how your revelational experience will take a new turn. Just don't pray, and don't pray with understanding. Just speak in tongues for hours. And you see how you begin to manifest the gift of the Holy Spirit. And let me say this. Paul was giving us a clarification in 1 Corinthians 14. Talking about orderliness. Paul said, when you come to church, don't speak in tongues if you are leading. He doesn't say don't speak in tongues when you are praying. Paul said, if you are the one leading, what do you do? Talk the language that other people understand. But if you are not the one leading, you are within your people. You are praying. Anywhere you are praying, I speak in tongues for my desk in the office. You can't arrest me. I speak in tongues in the toilet. You cannot say I'm not hygienic. Everywhere. It is between you and God. So don't let somebody, many of us we are embarrassed when we see people even speaking in tongues. Some churches say, no, we are praying. No speaking in tongues. Yes, we, we are gentlemen. Let me warn you this. Probably we, we just go to how and we start to pray. Please do not quench, grieve, or forbid the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians 4.30, it says, Grieve not the Spirit. First Thessalonians 5.19, Quench not the Spirit. And Paul was saying, after he finished teaching, on prophecy and speaking in tongues, in First Corinthians fourteen thirty nine, he said, Wherefore, brethren, convert, desire to prophesy. And I said, And forbid not to speak with tongues. Don't stop people from speaking in tongues. You know how you can stop people? How you can quench the spirit? How you can grieve the spirit? Let me give you this. You quench, grieve the spirit when you deny its manifestation in this generation. When you say it's only during the apostle that it has finished, you are grieving him. You are making him look irrelevant. And you think he will be happy with you? No. That's why this church will not allow that. Because we want the full manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We don't want to grieve him. When you discourage believers from praying and asking, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You are grieving him. You are quenching him. You are forbidding people. From having the experience. When you ask people not to speak around you. Or you even get offended when somebody is speaking. That you are not speaking. It does not mean you should get offended that someone is speaking. You should eat. 
What you need to do is to catch the fire. So please be warned. Please be warned. Don't joke with the Holy Spirit. And blessed be God, God is not a church that will allow any joking with the Holy Spirit. The next few minutes before we pray, I want to take you through how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. I will just give you the points. I will not stay long here. Number one, you must believe that the Holy Spirit is baptized with evidence of speaking in tongues. Don't join the people that say it's an event. It happens three times, it doesn't happen again. Don't join those that say, they don't, many of them even say, healing does not happen again. That healing stopped doing the apostles. Have you heard it before? That the healing stopped doing the apostles. That you don't, you don't need to pray for people with no healing, just go for Panadol. No. So you must believe. If you don't believe, sorry, you cannot receive. The Holy Spirit will not force Himself on you. Jesus has promised Him and is committed to do it. So, number one, you must believe. So, if you believe, that is when you can what? Receive. Number two, you must ask, seek, and knock by faith through prayer. To be baptized with evidence. Jesus said, let's read it. When Jesus was teaching about prayer, in Luke 11, 9 to 13, Jesus was teaching about prayer. Look at what he said. He said, and I say unto you, ask, it shall be given you. Seek, it shall find. Knock, it shall be opened unto you. Say, everyone that asketh, receive it. He that knocketh, it shall be opened. And he said, if you... That, let, let, me, let me read it. Read it. If you, you are so smart, when your son asks for bread, you will not give him stone. When he asks for fish, you will not give him serpent. When he asks for heck, you will not give him scorpion. Look at what he said in verse 13. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. And somebody said you should not pray for the Holy Spirit. Say to them that ask him. To them that knock and seek and don't give up. Until they are baptized with evidence. So number two, you ask. You pray until you receive. The truth is, there's no doubt about God praying his part. You are the one that will have the doubt. And if you doubt, there's nothing God can do. You don't believe it, there's nothing God can do. And you struggle too, as a Christian. Number three, wait to receive in faith. I told the excellent man, the same way you wait until your headache is healed. In the same way you wait. Until you are what? Baptized. The disciple waited for how many days? 120 days according to the theologians. 
They could have quit the first day. But they waited. I'm, I'm very sure probably they are, as they are waiting, they are praying, they are fasting, they are doing vigil. First day, second day, third day, for an experience nobody ever experienced. They did not give up. Until they were baptized. With evidence. So, number three, wait to receive and do not give up until you are empowered. And let me quickly go through this. Some get this empowerment as salvation. We saw that in the case of Cornelius and the, and the, and the family. Some get it after. For example, Apostle Paul. We don't have time. I don't have time to take you through that. Apostle Paul, when Anas laid his hand on Apostle Paul, the Bible said he received the Holy Spirit, but he did not speak in tongues. But when you got to 1 Corinthians 14, Paul said, I thank God because I speak in tongues more than you. And you know what I mean? The more tongues you speak, the more revelation. That is why Paul wrote how many parts of the New Testament? One third. And the Bible said, Paul performed what? Special miracles. Because he spoke in tongues more than them all. That is the difference. By laying hands, you saw that. We, we have seen that. That is evident. In Acts 8, 1 to 17, John and Peter and John lay hands and believers were they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And let me say this. What happened in Acts 8, 1 to 17? They have they have the dwelling of the Holy Spirit, they are born again. But they came to an Holy Ghost service like this. And Peter and John were moved to lay hands on them. And what happened? They received. And what happened? They began to speak. So when you are called out tonight, please trust God to do this for you. And I'm sure He's going to do it. I'm rushing now because I need to get out of the way for the Holy Spirit to move. And once you start to speak, please don't stop. Continue to speak. When you start, it may be like stammering. You know when somebody is learning, when somebody is speaking, it may be like stammering. Don't struggle with the Holy Spirit when he comes. Release yourself to him. You are going to speak a language you don't know. So you don't struggle. When you want to open your mind, you want to turn your tongue to start to speak. Don't resist. Many of us are state. Many of us are divided of resisting, of getting it, but we resist. We are struggling. Oh, I don't want people to hear me. Ah, can I be shouting? Somebody said you should not express a tingling. When the Holy Spirit comes, do you know what it means to be, for you to be said you are drunk? Who made the disciple drunk? And people are calling that, you people must be drunk. See how you are, you, when the power came, the power did not come gently. It came powerfully. And they began to speak in tongues. Commotion in the spirit. So I expect anything to happen when you are happy for him. It can pick you and start to, to flush out every dirty thing in your life when you receive it. It's not to manifest. So I expect it to do anything with you if you truly, but if you are too conscious of yourself, oh, no, I don't want to, don't let me do that. They will hear my voice. How can I be speaking? Many of you, the only thing want, to, want you to speak, you are even resisting. Let's round up. Let's be on our feet. And let's allow the Holy Spirit to move. The Holy Spirit is ready. 
You have heard the truth. And I want to believe you are ready also. In the moment I'll be calling her people that want to be but you have never spoken in tongues before. I'm going to be calling you out in a moment. I want you to have an expectant heart. Be thirsty for this gift. Believe and you will receive. Have a strong and passionate desire. Open your mouth and you will feel it. You know that's what he said. He said, open your mouth and I will feel it. If you have not been baptized with the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues, please get ready to come out. I'm going to give this prayer point. Why does please? If you know you want this experience, you can begin to come out. You want this experience begin to come out. But I want to give this to as many of us that we are yet we are already baptized and you are speaking in tongues. Please, I expect us to be coming out if you truly. And as you come and begin to ask him, Holy Spirit, baptize me today. I want to speak in tongues today. I want baptism. What happened to the disciple on that day? I want that experience today. Please come out. I know there are many people you are here. The disciples, they did not hide. They came out and they received the power. If you are here, you are, you are already baptized. I want to encourage you. You are going to be speaking in tongues throughout the prayer. Why? Because of two things. When you speak in tongues in a meeting like this, you are provoking yourself to manifest the gift, the other gift of the Holy Spirit. You hear that? And number two, when you speak in tongues in a meeting like this, you are helping others to be able to catch the fire. Are you with me? Anybody coming again, please come. If you know you want to be able to speak in tongues, yes, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, but you are yet to speak in tongues. Come out now. Come out now. The Holy Spirit, I come and have an encounter with the Holy Spirit tonight. Choir, please. I want you to take your stand, please. So if you are, you, yes, you are baptized, you are speaking in tongues, I want to begin to pray in the Spirit. We're going to generate power here tonight that as men that trust God, we want to join our faith with our brother. That none will go back home today without that encounter. None will go back home today without speaking in tongues with evidence. Are you that you are out? I want to begin to ask God for his mercy. He is called the Holy Spirit, not a dirty spirit. We need to confess every known sin. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. I confess all my sins. Go ahead and confess all your sins. Go ahead and ask for him to forgive you. Every way, in any way you have wronged him. Ask the Holy Spirit to have mercy on you. Please go ahead and do that. Please go ahead and do that. Praise the Holy Spirit. Sweet all my soul, Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. 
Please, I need my, my volume to be high, please. People can hear what I'm saying, please. In Acts chapter 1, verse 5, it says, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. You will go to pray this prayer after me. Please close your eyes. For once, don't be conscious of your surroundings. Just focus on the Holy Spirit. Expect is infilling. We are not here to show gymnastics. We are not here to do anything. But we are here for an encounter with the Holy Spirit. So please focus on Him. And let your spirit connect with Him. You say, Father. You say that prayer after me. You say, Father. I am your child. Say confidently, Father, I am your child. You promise to baptize me. You promise to baptize me with the Holy Ghost, with evidence of speaking in tongues. Please tonight confirm your word in my life. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. With evidence of speaking in tongues. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Just pray that prayer. Holy Ghost, I'm here tonight. Baptizing with the Holy Spirit. Evidence of speaking in tongues. This is not a force. I want you to be praying the Spirit. If you truly want this, our brother to have that experience. You have heard it. Don't look at that. Don't be praying the Spirit. Charge the, the atmosphere with the Spirit in the Spirit. Don't be praying in the Spirit. I believe you are praying that prayer you that are in front. Lord, you promised me this. You promised to baptize me with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Baptize me tonight with evidence of speaking in tongues. Open my tongue tonight to speak the heavenly language. Open my tongues tonight to speak the heavenly language. Open my tongues tonight to speak the heavenly language. Maloshapa Hedos Go ahead and pray that prayer. Let him know that you truly care for him. 
Let it be that you truly desire to have this encounter. Mano shaka pota halikwat. Evo sote haka flakia. Mano prokotoni yakara. Express your passion unto him. Express your desire unto him. Express your passion to speak in this in the heavenly language unto him. Let him know you are truly you truly be business tonight. He said, if you have, I will give you. He said, how much more? How much more? If you have for the Holy Spirit, that He will give Him unto you. And He said, I will give you the promise, the promise, the promise. The promise, the promise. He said, Lord, I have come for that promise. I have your child. He said, as many that believe, they will speak in new tongues. Remind him of his promise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Kaparato Sokahali Hakabawa. Marabo Shekete Havoko Sokolia. Please pray that prayer with passion. You are praying for yourself and the rest of us speak in tongues. If truly you are baptized with the Holy Spirit. I will speak in tongues. I want to charge this atmosphere with the Spirit. Begin to walk around and begin to speak in tongues. Charge the atmosphere hope in the Spirit. Except you are not. Then you can sit down. But if you are baptized with the Holy Spirit. Go ahead and charge this atmosphere with the Holy Spirit. By speaking in tongues. Speak in tongues and let this our brethren receive that encounter tonight. Express your passion for him. Those of you in front, please don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Express your passion unto him. Express your passion unto him. Maloka Ask him to fill you. Ask him to give you all trust. Tonight, he said, as the disciples speak it, they began to speak in a new language. And the Holy Spirit gave them all curses. Then they began to speak in new languages. And the Holy Spirit gave them all curses. As He's giving you the answers tonight, don't hold back. Just believe Him and He will do it tonight. Tell him, Holy God, give me answers to speak that heavenly language. Go ahead and take that prayer with passion. Pray it like you will never pray again. Makota Rato Sekebo. Express your desire unto him. Express your passionate desire unto him. Tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I cannot live there without speaking in tongues. I want that encounter here tonight. Mapoko Shaka Pratahado. Epu Soka Hida Hot. Mapapa Kota Proko Shedelia. Eproko Sekehade Bradoni. Epo Papa Diakaba Baroka Taliakaba. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and pray that prayer. In the moment the leaders will be coming to lay out for you. You are still praying. Please, as you are being laid out for, just look unto God. Look unto God. Look unto the Holy Spirit to do what only He can do. And as that is going on, look at the point I will tell you to start speaking English. You stop speaking English, just look unto God. And whatever I put in your mouth, speak it. Don't resist what is being given you. It's going to give you a new thought. Don't speak. Don't speak English. Don't speak any language you know. Just trust you and it will put his voice. It will put his language in your mouth. Mano Shakapa. Leaders, please, I want us to lay hands on this. 
Brother Tadi, please come over, please. Let's give them those that lay hands for death. The Bible says, as, as Peter and John, as the head of the church, lay hands on the Samaritan Christians, they received the baptism with evidence instantly. When Ananias laid his hand on Paul, he received the Holy Ghost. And later on, Paul began to speak in tongues. Believe God tonight. When Paul lay hands on the official church, the Bible said they began to speak in tongues. So as the hour will be laid on you tonight, please don't be conscious of people around you. Never be conscious of what you are going to speak. I can assure you the Holy Spirit is ready to be tonight. Release yourself unto Him. Come Holy Spirit, we need you. Don't stop to make your decision unto Him. Please let me add on them. More than once, let me add on them and command them to receive the Holy Spirit. Let me add on them and command them to receive the Holy Spirit. Ushers, please. Ushers. Where are the ushers, please? I need ushers. Ushers. Any usher that is not speaking in tongues, please don't cry. If you know you are not speaking in tongues and you are not hard, don't cry.
Mais si tu es peuple de ta femme, je vais te faire ta propre vie. Et bien sûr, je vais te faire ta propre vie. Et je vais te faire ta propre vie. Et je vais te faire ta propre vie. Et je vais te faire ta
Lord will receive it already. Speak it, speak it. Don't stop, don't stop. Pray the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Mastercardia, Mastercardia, hello, sick. Holy Ghost, these are your children. They brought you for your gift. They gave the Ghost with every day of secret of And with this Holy Ghost, to baptize you now with evidence of spirit talks in the name of Jesus. Receive the aid, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Receive the aid, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mapukatakaba. Rikoshakapadia. Receive the Holy Ghost with evidence of spirit talks. When I speak, 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 speak. Speak! Speak! Please don't hold back! Don't hold back! Whatever I put in your thoughts, go ahead and speak it! Mind yourself, this is already! Don't hold back that thought! Don't hold back! The only thought you say is already happening! Don't hold back that thought! Don't hold back that thought! You have it already! You have passed that already! Whatever I put in your thoughts, go ahead and speak it! In the name of Jesus, I baptize you now with the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Jesus. Holy Ghost, your daughter needs you. Your daughter needs you. Baptize her now. Holy Ghost, I take the position. In the spirit of this arrest, man of Shechem, receive now, receive now, go ahead and speak it, receive now, in the name of Jesus, the Kutalia Kapadia, let you stop the Pratia, you can hold it, open your mouth and speak it, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth and speak it, yes, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Makutalia Hapi, let you stop the Hidia, receive ye, you Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and speak it. Go ahead and speak it. Don't receive it. Master Fabria is telling your tongue right now. He's telling it. Whatever I put in your tongue, speak it. Don't hold back. Receive the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Go back to Hadi. Zero Pradi Hano. Set the Pradi Haba. Receive the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, receive me now. Receive me now. Go ahead and speak. The baptism of the Holy Ghost now. In the name of Jesus, receive me now. Receive the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and speak it. Go ahead and speak it. Don't go back. Just speak it. Say it out. Say it out. Say it out. Say it out in the name of Jesus. Say it out in the name of Jesus. Say it out in the name of Jesus. Shut 
Kapalia, Gwenda Spirit, Maruka Paraki Hadu, Ndekusopahi, La Kapalia Voroti, Itataba Ruka Sopra, Rako Sopro, Reko Provro, Jekaba Kurafi Hari, Makusopahita Kapa, Nekopahi Kapa, Mapapa Kuta Provro, Gwenda Spirit, Don't hold back, just open your mouth and speak it, whatever is put in your mouth, just speak it, speak whatever is put in your mouth, it's giving you all trust, it's giving you all trust, just hold back. You will receive it now in the name of Jesus. Don't stop, don't stop. Please don't stop, don't stop. You have it already. Marco Pahadi, Reco Sombrani, Shetabo, Holy Ghost, Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Be filled with Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Be filled with Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Yes, speak it. Please speak it, speak it. Don't stop, don't stop. Speak it, speak it. In the name of Jesus. That is the every language. That is it, that is it, that is it. Hallelujah. That is it, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Speak it, speak it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Margaret, keep her by. Rapus Seta Kodiha. Leto Tahabrobus. Leto Tahabrobu. Jeko Pati Hasopredi. Leto Pati Abra. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Marcus Sopredi. Leto Pati Hadabo. Jeko Pati Sopro. My God. My God. My God. Prove yourself now. In the name of Jesus. Receive me, Jerry Go. In the name of Jesus. Receive me, Jerry Go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your faith. Just better thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you see what you will do. Holy Ghost, thank you. Holy Ghost, thank you. Great and thank you for the infinite. Great and thank you for feeding you. Great and thank you right now. Thank you. Thank you. 
keyboard please I believe some of you have received you already spoke I'm going to give you the last opportunity right now before I release you don't speak any known language you know now you already thank the Holy Spirit I want you to just focus on heaven you lift up your hands unto heaven Holy Spirit I need you I want you fill me now you say that and I'm going to allow you to just be quiet go quiet now say Holy Spirit fill me Holy Spirit fill me go ahead and say that unto him again Holy Spirit fill me afresh I want this gift, Holy Spirit. You have done it before. Do it for me today. You have done it before. Do it for me today. In the moment I'm going to ask you to just be quiet. And whatever the Holy Spirit puts in your tongue, you're going to speak it. Many of you have started already. That little, that stammering that I had, Go ahead and continue to stay. Just say that stammering. Just say that. And as you build on it, the Holy Spirit increases it. The Holy Spirit enlarges it. The day I got him, it was just one, one or two words I was saying all through that evening. But after that, I never remained the same to today. And I'm going to give you that dosage now. Please, everyone, quiet, please. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Those of you that are in front, I want you to look onto, look onto God and expect Him to free you right now. Holy Ghost, I've done what you said I should do. I've told your people that you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. You have done it before. You have done it again and again. Your children have come unto you. So whoever come unto you, you will know why it's cast away. Many of your children here that have been waiting for more than 10 years. They have heard that this is an empowerment and they desire you, Holy Spirit. Come now and feed your children. 
Please don't speak any language. Whatever the Holy Spirit puts in your mouth, open your mouth and you will feel it. Receive ye the Holy Ghost now. Shabala Receive ye the Holy Ghost now. Jesus. Jesus. Holy Ghost. Baptize your children now. In the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus. Now go ahead and speak it. Whatever I put in your tongue, go ahead and speak it. Just look out to him. Don't, don't pray in English. Just expect him to fill your mouth. Say, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Don't expect it to fill your mouth. Whatever I put in your mouth, please don't hold back. I've heard few of you speak it tonight. That same word he gave you, go ahead and express it on it. Build on it. It's, just, it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. You have said that for you. you I, I heard you speak it over and over. Don't stop. Don't stop. If it's pushing you to do it, please go ahead and do it. Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now go ahead and begin to thank the Holy Spirit. Now begin to say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Go ahead, go ahead and say that. Say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your infilling tonight. Go ahead and thank Him. And the rest of us, let's rest us on our feet. The rest of us, let's rest on our feet. I begin to go, go ahead and thank the Holy Spirit for His presence. Go ahead and thank the Holy Spirit for His presence. If you are sitting there, please rise up on your feet. We are about to pray one prayer now before we close. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you. You that are in front, please go ahead and thank you. Say, thank you, Holy Spirit, for this infilling. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this infilling. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Those of you that you came, I want to congratulate you because you have had a touch already. And I will give you the principle of that Paul followed. I heard few of you speak, which was just it's just growing. Please go ahead and build on that. It's as simple as that. That one or two words like stammering that you spoke. Get back home and begin to pray and speak it. Only that. And you see how you will blow it. Now, in the case of Paul, when Ananias laid hand on Paul, say, I will lay hands on you so that you receive your sight and you will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Paul did not speak in tongues at that point. We don't know how long Paul waited. But when we go to Acts to 1 Corinthians 14, 18, Paul said, I thank God because what? I speak in tongues more than you. So I want you to go with that zeal 
you have asked him for more than 30 minutes now. I am convinced that you have received that dosage. You just need to wait on him and he blows it off. And you are empowered to fulfill your destiny. I congratulate you because you came out today. Expect, I'm expecting your testimony. Our Holy Ghost will turn it around for you. And they will do it in the name of Jesus. I've seen people that, many of you, it may be where you are sleeping tonight. And you wake up, start speaking. <laughs> so, please don't let this expectation die here. Are you with me? Don't let what? This expectation die here. That little you have spoken, please continue to speak it. And the Holy Spirit will prove itself in your life. Everybody, we are going to pray this prayer. I believe the Holy Spirit has released the power unto each and every one of us because we have called His presence. The power is meant to do something. And one of the things the power is meant for you to do is to command your mountain to give way. Are you with me? To command every one of Jericho blocking your way unto your possession to crash. Are you with me? That power is meant for you to command your refuge to pass. So I'm going to pray this prayer. You pray powerfully hmm? at the top of your voice. And as you pray this prayer, it comes back every prayer you will ever want to pray tonight. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? Father! Father! I command every mountain standing on our way be moved in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. I need a prayer. Every mountain, mountain of sickness, mountain of failure, mountain of reproach, mountain of luck, mountain of joblessness, mountain of stagnancy, by the power of the name of Jesus. I command you move in the name of Jesus. I command you move in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, if you have faith, and you command the mountain to move, and go yonder, he said, it shall be done unto you, if you believe. And he said, whatever you believe, when you ask, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have them, and you shall receive. Command every mountain, every mountain before you, to move in the name of Jesus. Every mountain, by the power of the ghost, I command every mountain before the word of God. Move in the name of Jesus. Now let's take a happen. Every mountain, mountain of reproach, mountain of failure, mountain of lack, mountain of pain, mountain of disgrace. I command to move. I command to move. I command to move. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And finally, before I call pastor to round up, I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, please never leave me. Are you with me? Holy Spirit, never leave me. The truth is you can deliberately drive him away. When you quench him, when you grieve him. Holy Spirit, I promise to cooperate with you. Please never leave me. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Please, you can go back. 
Holy Spirit never leave me. Holy Spirit never leave me. I need you. I need you. I want more of you. Fill me up like never before. Holy Spirit never leave me. You can go back to your seat. Fill my cup, Lord. Somebody want to sing it this morning? I lift it up, Lord. Come and take this face we thank you for what you have done in our lives of a sure we can of a surety we can never be the same again Holy Spirit thank you for doing a quick walk in our lives thank you for cutting it short in righteousness thank you for the infilling that you have released this morning thank you for the lives that you have turned around Thank you for the destinies that you have empowered. Lord, we pray again that whatsoever you have done for us this day shall be forever. In the name of Jesus. Many of us, as has been prophesied, as we lay down to sleep, the Holy Ghost will come again. Many of us, as we get out of the gate of the church, the Holy Ghost will come alive. Many of us, as we return to service later today, the Holy Ghost will come again. It shall be an unforgettable encounter the remaining days of our lives. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Whatsoever the Lord doeth shall be forever. Whatsoever God has done, whatever gift He has given you, whatever present you have received, Whatever impartation you have received for the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. 
Whatsoever he doeth shall be forever. This one you have received today shall last you a lifetime. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Father, for your son that you have used to bless us so much today, we ask for a refilling, a refiring of all that has gone out of him in the name of Jesus. That days ahead, you will yet use him the more to bring your glory, to bring your power, to affect and impact lives in the name of Jesus. Father, as we return later today for service, let everyone return with a testimony. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we decree as we enter into the half of the year, the month of June, it is taking us forward again. We are changing levels again. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the month of June shall be the best month of our lives. What we never thought we could touch shall hit us from every quarter in the name of Jesus. No weeping, no sorrow, no sickness, no disease in any area of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Say as cold water is to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. For everyone expectant, the month of June shall be your month of good news. Good news from every quarter. In the name of Jesus. As we go, we go in peace. This morning service, the Holy Ghost will appear again. Fire will fall again. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Lord, we release your fire upon this altar. Let it ever be burning. Impacting lives. Emitting power upon the lives of everyone. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's share the grace in fellowship. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness and peace.